Hello and welcome to a transitioning version of the Warriors All 82 podcast. Marcus Thompson with me. We are uh, sitting in the Crypto.com Arena Bowl postgame. We just watched Lakers Warriors, but we are watching the workers pretty rapidly put the Clippers court on because it's Grizzlies Clippers in about, what, two, two and a half hours? Yeah, this is fast. I expected it. I mean, it doesn't look like a Laker game was here. It's like all black, per- uh, red, and, and blue. Look up there. That we, there was banners there the an banners, hour ago, yeah. and now I see Robert Covington and Eric Gordon and Kawhi Leonard, and uh, yeah, it's it's somewhat impressive, right? It is. It's pretty fast. Uh, why do they don't cover the L.A. Kings banners? By the way, Doc Rivers is just being petty, huh? Yeah, I mean, Balmer. I think I think that was one of the things Balmer came in and did. Like, no, like our, our city, our way. Remember that that. Uh, uh, streetlights over spotlights. Yeah. <laughs> How about uh, so we're you know we're talking to a lounging Warriors team post game where typically they really kind of wait around. They were getting kicked out of the visiting locker room because the Grizzlies were coming in. This is kind of a rare this doubleheader situation in the arena. It's it's very rare. It's rare. Like I used to, uh, it used to be common, but the Warriors will be playing the Clippers for the early game, and then the Lakers will get. The prime, the prime game, but the early matinee was the Warriors. So it's interesting that they're back in this setup, right, for ABC for the national TV game. Can I tell you the last time I did one of these games? I actually believe you've told me before, maybe even on the podcast, that you did Warriors Clippers back in the days when the Warriors stunk, and the night game was Kobe's eighty-one point game yeah, against Kobe the Toronto. That was the last time I've done a day-night doubleheader uh, at. What was then Staples Center? It's pretty important. Yeah, pretty. Right. So that means somebody's getting eighty-two tonight. Who is it? Uh, well, so no Jaw. He'd be a candidate. Uh, I, I don't see Kawhi ever chasing a, a big night like that. Paul, Paul, George, Paul George, baby, let's go. Any? Oh, oh no! You know who it's gonna be? You know who it's gonna be? It's gonna be Russell Westbrook. Eighty-two for Westbrook. Book it. All right, all right. Not Luke Kennard on the Grizzlies now. Um, the Warriors lost, uh, you know, and it wasn't some. Oh, look, they weren't. How quick were they down twenty? What was it like? Thirty-one, eleven, thirty-two, twelve is what it was when they were down twenty, and might have been six minutes. <laughs> it felt like it was. I think it was like nine minutes into the game they were down twenty. Yeah, I mean they're down thirty-three, eighteen at the end of the first quarter, and you know, like they've been routinely coming back from big deficits. They've been down double digits five straight games in the first half and obviously won the previous four. But, uh, you know, and there was times in the second half you thought they were going to win. They're down one and a half. They're up at, you know, briefly at times. The Lakers mostly controlled the game, but, I I mean, is this the type of game with Steph Curry coming back? Like, do you feel like, oh, that was a bad loss? I don't necessarily feel like it was a bad loss. I don't think it was a bad loss. I think the Lakers, I mean, this is clear by now are a very tough matchup for the Warriors. Like, they just – they present problems that no other teams do. Uh, the, uh, one of the bigger issues is they can't just leave a guy on Anthony Davis. He just kind of torches them. Like, it, you normally it's Draymond. I just don't think they're going with that shit right now. They're like, we're not about to exhaust out Draymond. And, you know, they got a couple playmakers. The Lakers definitely make more shots against the Warriors than they normally do. I don't think it was a bad loss. I think they played well outside of the first quarter. You know, the the issues that plagued them weren't, like, you know, usually awful. Like, they didn't turn the ball over like crazy. They just had some untimely turnovers. You know, they didn't take a bunch of crazy threes, but they just took 
you know, a few that cost you a little bit, but nothing nothing too bad. And and Steve Kerr liked the defense, even though they gave up 35 in the fourth. He seemed to really like the defense they were playing. It's one of those things where if they play like this in Oklahoma City, they'll win. But we're talking the Warriors on the road. The question is, can they play like this consistently? I think that's what will, that's what will make it matter. Do you, do you think they can put together some consistent road games? We've seen them do it at home. Consistent, like I'm talking about high-energy effort, playing defense, kind of connected. Can they do that on the road? Well, you know, a lot of their road trips, their their worst moments this season are, were on the super condensed trips. Like, you know, they, they've been killed on the East Coast. I think they're like 2-12 against East teams and only have the Hawks left to play. But those were a lot of those were like, you know, four games and six nights where there's two back-to-backs and, uh, you know, they're, they're resting guys uh, on at least one side of them. This road trip actually set up relatively well where there's there's a day off game in Oklahoma City, day off game in Memphis. Um, there does seem to be increased focus level defensively, which we've seen. I mean, they were just that, – that homestand, they were great defensively. Tonight they weren't that bad. I mean, they didn't have a good first quarter, but really after that, you know, what, what did the Lakers finish with? Not much over 100. Um, so I, I, I think the defense is at a place where they're, they will consistently be playing better basketball on the road. But I don't know. They're still flawed. They still need to hit a bunch of threes to, to win games. Um, I don't know. Where are you at? Yeah, kind of the same. Uh, I do think what hurt them tonight or today is the same thing that hurts them, like closing games. I mean, the game was tied. Clay hits that three in the corner and the game is tied. And they come out and they give up another run. Like that, to me, is their main issue on the road. Is it easier to prevent that run against Oklahoma City? It probably will be. But who knows? But to me, that that is kind of the the difference. I like the shots they got with Steph and Clay, but still, it's like you guys aren't hot. You're in the penalty. Next foul, like play smart basketball. That's what Lakers were doing. Go inside, run a two-man game. They just, to me, just still have to play a little bit smarter. I do feel like this is why the home wins are so important, right? Like, you gotta kill at home because, and they have, yeah, they have, you know, yeah. they're fourteen and twelve without Steph this season, and that started, I think, one in six. So do the math for me there. You know, we're talking about thirteen and six in their last nineteen without Steph. Like that again, I've written about it. That saved their season. Um, now it's about reintegrating Steph. They play obviously differently with Steph on the court. Uh, Andre Iguodala shows up for his fourth game of the season today. So you know, these are big chess pieces they're trying to work in. What did you think? I mean, the, it was an interesting night from Kerr rotationally. Jonathan Kaminga barely, like, I think he got 11 minutes, something like that. He was a minus 15. Uh, the Lakers, more than any team, they've done it both the road games, just a lot, like, give him Russell Westbrook-like space, Kaminga. Uh, and that seems to kind of, you know, muck up the offense a little bit. Looney was, I think, a minus 24. You know, the starting lineup got killed. Uh, and so he went to Anthony Lamb for 27 minutes uh, off the bench. Anthony, They're plus 17 in Lamb's minutes. He wasn't spectacular. He hit a couple threes. But clearly, Steve Kerr just wanted spacing against a Lakers team that tries to pack the paint against them. What did you just think of the rotation, which included Andre Iguodala? Yeah, it was, it was rough in patches. And I think he was buying minutes because the guys are on their first game back and a little tired. Like in the fourth quarter, I'm not sure why he took Steph and Draymond out. Draymond is hurt, by the way. Like... Yeah, his that's l- a pretty big deal. I was talking to him about it after the game. 
like he's in he's in serious pain and he's not going to stop playing and I don't know that there's a solution. So. Yeah, so it's like left. It almost looks like ring finger, like pinky finger area. I think it's like, but it's also down to the hand. He says it's both, like yeah. finger and hand. It's bruised. It happened a couple of games ago. Uh, but today it was really painful. He goes to the locker room, gets x-rays negative, they say, taped up. And, we, you know, like you said, we were joking in the locker room. But it looks like he has, like, you know, you, you, you likened it to a, a bo- you know, when a boxer gets his hand taped. Or a boxer, yeah, yeah. The spe- the underneath the tape, underneath yeah. the glove. Yeah, that's how his hand was taped. Even with the little padding on the knuckles, right? Yes. Like, even it was, yeah, I think Steve was trying to protect guys a little bit. But, I mean, he ran a, he ran a lineup out there with, Looney, Kaminga, and Lamb. <laughs> it was just like, and they, I mean, I actually think they did all right, but I just think they they were in this position where they did need to do all right, and we just kind of surged. The problem, I think the Lakers just present a unique problem. Anthony Davis just stands in the paint when you have L- Looney or Draymond out there. He just stands in the paint. Draymond can make him come out a little bit, but if you could just if he could just stand in the paint. And block it essentially, and yeah. it's like I'm just gonna whatever comes this way, I'm gonna swipe at it. It just hurts their offense. It just negates Kaminga. It negates anybody who can't finish in the in between, or you're not just gonna you ain't gonna just dunk on Anthony Davis. So yeah, it, it's just it was just a tough matchup. And also, you know, as I'm sure you know, you're gonna mention in, in the article, you you might as well get your last game with Anthony Lamb. You gotta bang it out, you know, you know, swan song. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Go Bye down with the shit. <laughs> Go all out with Anthony Lamb to end it. Yeah, so Anthony, this was Anthony Lamb's 50th game. That is the last of his eligibility. As of right now, he can no longer play for the Warriors this season. Um, Lester Quinones is currently on a 10-day deal that I believe goes through uh, three more games, I believe, he, he's eligible for. Uh, you know, the Warriors at some point have a decision to make. I mean, Kerr said it post-game tonight. I, I'd like Anthony Lamb on the roster. He did everything but big, like... It was, it was like a stern, like, yeah, I'd, 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 I'd like him on the roster. Then he went again about how great he is for but, the Warriors. But, you know, they, they could theoretically, you know, you could cut Quinones. I mean, you could cut Michael Green. You could do a lot of things that just and have it happen where Anthony Lamb could be eligible. Now, I wouldn't expect it because part of the reason they did this 10-day maneuver with Quinones was uh, for tax-saving money on the back side of it. So if they cut him now and put Lamb on, it's like, why didn't you just do that from the beginning? Um so, I don't think – I mean, we'll see what happens, but I imagine Anthony Lamb is going to be deactivated for, for a little bit. And, you know, if, let's say, Quinones is off the 10-day and they keep the 14th completely uh, – or the 15th spot open, every two weeks – from my understanding, every two weeks that it's open is a million dollars in tax savings. So, it is now going to come down to, you know, how much money they're willing to spend for a guy who right now is what? their eighth man essentially and i do think a big part of this is i mean not that they play the same position but they do overlap is when they can get wiggins back if they get andrew wiggins back it kind of lessens the urgency gary payton too gary payton too yeah i just i I do think we'll know a little bit about when wiggins is coming back based on their decision like if they just sign him and thwart the whole let's save some money plan like you know how about you know? I'm not saying Draymond's gonna miss time, but like you know, I mean, you mentioned it. Like that hand thing could get bothersome enough to where you might want to rest him. Yeah, just you know, to to preserve him because uh, he's gonna play through the pain, but he's probably gonna need a game off here, a game off there. Yeah, I, it's almost like man, if you can't 
go two weeks without Anthony Lamb. What are you doing anyway, right? Like, you're toast. But you just went, you just went a month without Stephen Curry for the second time. So it feels like, yo, go survive with that. You got Kaminga, you got Andre, you got Michael. Green, yeah, right? you should. But again, I would say the problem tonight that you saw today that you saw is he wants a stretch four who can actually hit threes, and they don't trust Kaminga's shot, and the Lakers don't fear coming a shot that's the big thing they don't go out on him um andre Godala, i mean we saw he was wide open for two threes today missed both uh and then jamichael uh, green you know jamichael green was supposed to be the stretch option yeah. and he's just like Kerr clearly likes lamb like a trust lamb more than jamichael green we've seen that over the last handful of games i wonder if they answered this by going four guards with clay as the four you know you got dante steph Jordan Poole, Clay, and Draymond, and Draymond. That is a tiny lineup. It is tiny, yeah, super tiny. Uh, you just wonder, like, if, if that's a concern, that's how you spread the floor, right? That's how you get get them open. Yes, but but they're trying to solve their de- like their defense has been at the heart of I like. I know that Lamb is saving that. You swap out Lamb. Oh, for, I wouldn't necessarily say he's saving it, but I would say four guards like Jordan Poole, Divincenzo, well, Steph on the floor. Not really a guard. You got him guarding. Whoever the four is, right? Uh, yeah. Who would that be on Oklahoma it, City? Like, uh, it's not Kendrick anymore. Who would, uh, who would Jaylen, like, nah, would, would it be Jalen Williams? Yeah, I'm trying to think of who they're even starting. I mean, it's like Robinson Earl, I think, might be starting at center right now. The, Whoever it is, you could probably feel good with Clay doing it. I mean, obviously, matchup based. You, if you got him guarding Giannis, it's, it's over. So there's just, it feels like the depth that they've kind of come up with at the at this point which is kind of awkward like that they've like you could say they're deep at a time you know which is weird considering their depth was a huge huge issue but they have guys that we finally figured out that steve will play them yeah and you just got i feel like you just got to be able to work around that and say all right lamb we'll holla at you in april buddy <laughs> Maybe Moses Moody can exist. Patrick Baldwin Jr. was available today. There's another, today. Guy, another guy, PBJ, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Anything else from this game before I get you out of here? Uh, Steph looked pretty good. Yeah, Steph, we should probably yeah, talk about Steph. Up, Steph looked uh, – he didn't look like he was off that long. He started slow. He missed two wide-open shots. But, like, he, he was moving well. He was looking for a shot. He was, uh, you know, energetic on defense. I was curious because they've – been in playoff mode basically they've been in survival mode and then come Steph is like does he ease in does he kind of get with it Dante's running around making plays like but he seems to like be ready to step right in he just keeps himself in such good shape like it's tw- like 24 7 365 really like that's the type of shape he remains in and you know mid-august essentially so that's that is like one of his special powers really yeah and they'll need him if they have any chance of winning games on the road, they'll need big games from Steph. Like, they'll need monster games. The question is, what does it do for Jordan Poole? Did you like Dante starting? Did you like? So, it's funny. Actually, it made sense, but they did not play. That starting lineup was crushed both halves. I, I do think, and again, this is Anthony Davis, and you might f- see the same problem with, like, a Brooke Lopez type. Like, you just need somebody who's going to contest in the paint. And I just think they know Dante is driving the kick. And he made two great driving kicks, but you just got three dudes standing on the perimeter. And sometimes that's Jordan Poole. But you just got to be able to attack at that point. Yeah, look, they closed with 
uh, Dante on the floor, no pool, Draymond on the floor, and Iguodala on the floor, actually, in the last, what, like, minute 40 or whatever it was. Those are three guys to, you know, varying levels, but generally three guys who are not looking for their own, particularly when they drive. Dante will take a three much more than the other two, but when they're driving, as you mentioned, three guys on the floor that are not looking to score at the rim. That's where I wanted to see more Kaminga, man, even though – he, he was, was not good. It, but he was, man, he was attacking. Like, the, you see how many buckets Draymond got off in the paint? Just, like, dump off, drive and dump off. Like, it feel like put Kaminga in that spot for a little bit. At least get Anthony Davidson. The problem is Kaminga don't get fouls on Anthony Davis. Like, no, no Kaminga was Kaminga was really struggling to finish in traffic today. He had that one where he was, remember with Mo Bamba, he was really trying to, like, bump him off. And, and I don't know. I mean, yeah. Kaminga's had been really good the last couple games, but I just think the way the Lakers played him and the way they tried to just bait him into jumpers, I think Curry just hit the eject button quick yeah, exactly. on that. And, you know, Lamb made his threes. Like, that, that's – if he's making threes, it's hard to – And he's walking around postgame with a weighted ball, too, as you, you know. Yeah, that was weird with the grooves in it for the, for the fingertips. I've never seen that before. I hadn't either. The Ron Adams special, he said. Yeah. Y'all thought Ron Adams was just a defensive coach. He's got, you know, unique shooting equipment. And he might have to have Lamb out there doing individual drills for a while because he's not eligible. Now, uh, Ty Jerome. Ty Jerome was inactive today. So what does he have left? He has five games left. Now, if they cut Quinones, does does he still get the 50? Not, not if Lamb is. The 15th spot is on the roster. Uh, he could play. He he, yeah, he could play five more. The only way, if 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 the fourteenth is open, or I mean, if the fifteenth is open, then I think Jerome. So as, what if he plays two more games? Lester's gone after ten days. They keep that fourteenth spot open to save the money. Then I think he's ineligible. I believe. I don't know. These are all very, you know, minute CBA rules. But uh, I believe he would be ineligible if they have. Lamb and Jerome still on a two-way and the 15th. This is where we are. Irreplaceable. Can't live without your two-way, guys. That's where we are. What a season. Uh, 34 and 31. They're at Oklahoma City. They're at Memphis this week, and I'm sure we'll do maybe a three-man Warriors plus minus pot at some point during the week. Talk to you then.